grace and mercy and peace are yours from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. God's word that we meditate on this morning is our epistle lesson from 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Paul writes, And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers, so they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, light, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Well, we've reached week four of this series, the final week of this series, Reset. Back in that first week was kind of an introduction, just reminding us of of that amazing grace of God, right? that grace that, that called us out of darkness into his light, right? that grace that God shows to us, that undeserved, unconditional, no-strings-attached love, giving us the merits of Christ Jesus, right? that, that amazing grace that we have been shown, which then impacts our lives in this world, right? And that's what we've talked about since that introductory week. That, that, that second week, we looked at our growing in grace, that we want to know that grace of God more and more as we connect ourselves to the means of grace, as we gather together and worship and hear his word, as we read our Bibles, as we get together in Bible study, as we receive the sacrament, we're growing in that grace of God to know that love of God more and more and more. Last week, we saw that as a body of believers, we get to live in that grace. We get to show that grace to one another. We get to live lives of, of compassion and forgiveness and love to one another, right? We live in that grace of God. And today, we get to talk one more week about that grace and what impact that has on our lives. You know, and all of these things that we've been talking about throughout this series are are pretty fundamental things, right? I mean, there's nothing earth-shattering that we're talking about. It's nothing you didn't know before. They're simple truths, but extremely important truths for our lives and for our eternities. And today's is no different. In fact, the simple truth that we are focusing on today is probably one that you learned when you were very, very small. This little light of mine I'm going to let it shine. That right? We have been shown that grace of God. We have been called into that light of God's grace so that light can shine out to the world. If, if you grew up in a Christian home, you probably learned that song, right? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And now it's going to be stuck in your head the rest of the day. You're welcome. <laughs> but, but the truths of that song are just wonderful, aren't they? It's so simple, right? And it's got the little actions. I can still remember my little Katie, even before she could, you know, put words together, you know, doing the little actions and, you know, not, you know, not covering it with the, the bushel, right? And then Satan not going to blow it out, right? I mean, you've known these truths since you were just a child, 
Maybe before you could even talk, you, you heard these words, this little light that you wanted to shine to your neighborhood, that you didn't want to cover with a bushel, <laughs> that you didn't want Satan to, to blow out, right? That little gospel light of ours that we get to share with everyone around us. By God's grace, we know that light. Right? By God's grace, we, we live in that light. And isn't that just an amazing thing? That, that we know this, this, this light of Christ. That this is the way that Paul describes it here in our, in our lesson. He says that God has made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. Right? It's nothing but grace that we know our Savior Jesus and we have knowledge of who he is and what he has done for us. Right? We know this gospel. We know this good news that is that light that's within us. We're so blessed to know that. But there are many who don't. You know, you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody who doesn't know this song, This Little Light of Mine. I mean, even people who didn't grow up in the church, people who aren't Christian. I mean, it's, it's become a song that's become, you know, worked its way into popular music, too. Right? Ray Charles did a version of it you know, way, way back. But just because they know the song doesn't mean they know the light. Doesn't mean they know the light that shines in our hearts. Right? Paul says this, he says, If our gospel is veiled, it's veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Friends, it's easy for us to take this light for granted, right? Just, just as easy as it is for you to take, on, take for granted when you walk into a dark room and you flip the switch, that the light's going to come on, right? And you're going to be able to see, right? You just take that for granted. You don't think twice about it. Is this light going to come on? Am I going to be able to see, right? Where we may take this light of Christ that we know and shines in our hearts for granted, think about the billions who don't know that light of Christ for whom it's veiled, for whom it's hidden. They don't see it. Just think about what that means. Think about the peace that you have when you sin. But then when you know that you are forgiven. When you can go and, and, and you can go to the cross and you can see every sin forgiven there, paid for in full, the peace that you know that that brings to your heart and to your mind between you and God. You know that peace, but friends, just imagine not having that peace. Try for just a moment not to take that peace for granted. <laughs> Try for a moment to, to put yourself in the shoes of somebody who doesn't know that their sins are forgiven, that their sins are paid for at the cross. Who are, who are trying to make themselves right with God by, by being better, by doing better next time. <laughs> imagine the weight of that on you. Or imagine going through life wondering why all these bad things happen. And if there's a God out there who really cares about you. 
I mean, try to just imagine that for a moment, what that's like to live in, in those doubts every single day, to, to live wondering, is there a God out there, and, and does he love me, and does he care, because look at all these problems I have. Just try to imagine living outside of that light of Christ for just a moment. Try to imagine for just a moment the hopelessness and despair you feel when you lose somebody to death if you don't know what's coming after the grave. If it's just a fear of death and a fear of punishment after this life, I think about the hopelessness and despair that that you'd feel when you lose a loved one or when you face your own death, not knowing what's going to happen to you or, or, or what the punishment for all your sins is going to be in this life. I mean, try for just a moment to imagine what it's like to live outside that light of Christ. To not know the good news of the gospel. It's awful, isn't it? It's awful for just a moment to think about what that would mean and how I look at my life and how I look at eternity. But now remember how there's billions of people who are living without that peace and without that hope beyond the grave and who wonder if there's a God and if, if he really loves them because of all the struggles they go through in this life. Friends, this gospel is veiled. It's hidden from so many. Right? And, and it's the God of this age who is blinding those minds of those unbelievers. It's Satan who is working to keep them from that light of Christ, who doesn't want them to come into that light, but to remain in the darkness with them, to, to continue to, to bump around in the darkness, that spiritual blindness, to not know that light and that life and those promises and blessings that come through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Friends, there's billions who, as Paul is led by the Spirit to say, are perishing. Right? Those to whom it is veiled are perishing. Every day they're not being renewed. Every day they are not being comforted and refreshed in the promises of Christ. They're perishing. They're deteriorating in hopelessness and wondering and grief and pain. Friends, that's where we come in. That's where God gives us a part to play in his plan of salvation. Oh, Jesus already did it all. <laughs> I mean, Jesus came and, and lived the perfect life and, and died the innocent death and rose to, to, to win the victory over sin and death and Satan. That's all done. That plan of salvation has been carried out. But you know, God gives us a role in that plan of salvation as he entrusts that gospel to us. Yes, to us. And who better than to entrust the gospel to a bunch of sinners <laughs> who have experienced the amazing grace of God. Who know what it's like to feel guilt and shame and regret, but then who know that overwhelming sense of peace at a blood-stained empty cross. 
Now, who better than, than a bunch of sinners who have experienced God's grace to know that, yes, I suffer and I struggle through this life and, and, and this life is full of pain and difficulty, but yet I know that I have a God who loves me right now and cares for every one of my needs because he says so in his word. His almighty, powerful truth of the word. I mean, who better for God to entrust this gospel to than a bunch of sinners who have experienced the amazing grace of God who know that even though death itself might seem a little scary, that there's nothing to fear because I know what awaits me after the grave. That death for me is nothing but a sleep from which I awake in heavenly glory, in the presence of God. Friends, who better than a bunch of sinners who have experienced the amazing grace of God to give that to us, to make known to the world? And, and look what Paul says that we preach. He says we don't preach ourselves, right? We, we don't go and, and talk about what great faithful Christians we are and, and about all of the good things that we do that make us Christians. We don't go preach us, <laughs> We go preach Christ, who is great, and who is faithful, and who has done everything perfectly for us and for a world of sinners. We get to go and we get to preach Christ Jesus as Lord. We get to go and preach him who has done all things for all people. We get to go and present this faithful God who has done all things for us. And, and when we know what he has done for us, how can we not? I have to preface this, and it's a shame that I do, but, but in the world that we're living in today, this is, this is not a political statement, all right? This is not a statement on what I feel about vaccines or COVID, all right? <laughs> but I've seen and heard you know, the people who are getting the, the vaccine for COVID, you know, sharing that with other people. I, 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 the people who have gotten it, I, they've told me, right? I've gotten my first, my, my first shot, and they're excited about it. And I've seen on social media people taking, you know, pictures of them getting the injection in their arm or maybe a selfie with their card that shows they've gotten vaccinated, right? Which is great and fine. That's good. There's a lot of excitement about a vaccine for a virus, which is fine and good. But yet a virus that is still here, <laughs> a, a virus that... You can still pass on to other people even if you're vaccinated, right? You still got to wear your mask even if you're vaccinated, right? There's still some unknowns about it, right? That, that's a fact. But yet there's so much excitement about this vaccine for this virus we've been facing for a year now. And if there's this much excitement about a vaccine for a virus, how much excitement should there be for the vaccine, for that virus that doesn't just threaten our physical life, but our eternal life. That virus of sin. We know the vaccine. And it's not just for a few. And it doesn't just work sometimes. And it's not, un you know, are we unsure if it's gonna, gonna fix the problem or not? In the blood of Christ, in this Savior, Jesus Christ, we have the promise 
that that sin has been taken away. We have the promise that this sin has no power over us. We have the promise that this sin has been nailed to a cross. We have the promise of new life right now and life with him forever. Friends, if that's not good news, if, if that's not something to share, if that's not something we should be excited about, what, what, what else can we be? Right, That God has done this for us. And we have this knowledge. This knowledge has been revealed to us, Paul says. This knowledge of a Savior, who we're going to see in just a, a few short days as we enter into these darker days of Lent, who is willing to take on our pain and our suffering and the curse of our sin so that we could be set free, so that we could be healed, so that we could have the promise of life and light and peace and forgiveness and joy with him. On this Transfiguration Sunday, we get to see that light of Christ shine on that mountain, and that light has shone into our hearts. We have the knowledge of what this Savior has come to do for us, and it's our privilege to be able to share it. In Charlottesville, Virginia, in the summer of 2017, there was a Unite the Right rally, which is made up of white supremacists and neo-Nazis, and, and they were getting together to, to proclaim that they weren't going to let all of this, you know, cultural diversity stuff impact them or, you know, trying to fight against it in our nation. There was a counter-protest that day, led by a Reverend Sekou, and their plan was to just stand by quietly, to do a silent protest and just be there and, be, and make a statement that way. But as those white supremacists paraded by these counter-protesters, they started yelling at them. They started cursing at these counter-protesters. And it was becoming increasingly difficult for them to stay silent. And Reverend Sekou could feel the tension starting to bubble up. And he was afraid that something bad was going to happen. And so... Reverend Seku eased the tension by breaking out into song. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. And, and those counter-protesters broke into song with him. And their voices rose above the shouts and the cursing of those white supremacists. And they didn't know what to do. Reverend Sekou said after, he said, they didn't know what to do with all that joy that they felt exuding from us. We weren't going to let the darkness have the last word. Friends, as God's people, as God's church, we will not let the darkness have the last word. Jesus has come to defeat the darkness. He has come to bring light into the darkness of this world and to call sinners out of this darkness into his marvelous light. And friends, that is you and me. That light has shone into our hearts and now we get to shine that light out to the world that is still walking in darkness. As a congregation, as a body of believers, we get to do this together right here in Gilbert. As individual Christians, you get to go wherever you go, into your workplaces, into your homes, into your neighborhoods, and proclaim the simple truth. 
just let a light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. I'm not going to hide it under a bushel. God's not going to let Satan blow it out. Instead, this light of the glory of Christ that I, by God's grace, know and believe and hold on to, I get to let this shine to the world. Friends, this is what we get to do. This is what we're called to do. This is our blessed privilege to make the light of Christ known. May God grant us the strength to do so. Amen.